<laughs> and welcome welcome to our podcast to our podcast it, <laughs> that's too loud it's probably sounds to them like someone's just saying the same, <laughs> the same thing over and over again yeah <laughs> like the same person yeah. that's hilarious speaking of being too loud that's the name of our podcast yes that's too loud that's too loud thanks for joining in so I'm gonna take yeah. this time to yeah. introduce Jordan. Do it. I'm Jesse. That's not. I'm not the one. I am speaking, but Jordan's <laughs> not. <laughs> anyway, um, so Jordan. So true. Was born in Indiana, <clears throat> and she's lived in Indiana her whole life. Indiana. Indiana. <laughs> but she lives somewhere in Indiana. She has a golden retriever named Molly, and then after that. Um, second most important is her husband, <laughs> also named Jordan. So true. <laughs> so they are Jordan and Jordan Vickers. It's so weird. And they both have a la- middle. We have the same last name. Same last name. <laughs> that happens when you get married sometimes. Um, but they have the same middle initial. So <clears throat> Jordan Allen and Jordan Ashley. Isn't that awesome, guys? Yes. <laughs> Well, my sister is Jessica Fleming, Jesse, Jessica. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> don't ever call me that. She has a black cat, Lydia Aww. the Kitty, mm-hmm. on Instagram. Um, she is eight. Yeah. Eight years old, mm-hmm. her cat, but she's so small, she looks like she's fresh, like out of fresh the Fresh out womb. the beep. <laughs> <laughs> bleep that out, Jordan. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and her husband's name is John O. Jonathan. Mm. They have the same name too. It's so weird. John, John <laughs> O. and Jesse. <laughs> what? No, I'm kidding. That's a lie. Um, yeah, and she lives in Indiana. Her and her husband just moved here again from KC. What up, KC? How are you doing? Yeah. <clears throat> Did I miss anything? Nope, you got it. Cool. She nailed it. But like I said, today we're, d- we're going to talk about the Enneagram personality test. Um, if you guys are familiar with Enneagram, you probably are super stoked to hear an episode on it. I know I would be. So I've been using the Enneagram for a couple of years now. Um, in summation, the Enneagram is basically just a tool um, on your journey of self-discovery. So... The more you figure out who you are and like the ways you feel loved and the way that you react to things, the more you can love other people. So yeah. um, that's one of my favorite things about the Enneagram is yeah. learning how I need to be loved and then how I can um, take care of myself and then how in turn I can take care of others. Yeah. So um, this, the Enneagram, I'm just going to give you a brief description of cool. it. It's set up um, as nine distinct personality types. Um, each number um, represents one type. So it's not like one is better than the other. Yeah. It's just one through nine, and each is just different. Um, they, each number doesn't have any value. Um, and it's organized so that you'll relate to a little bit of each of them. So you'll see a little bit of yourself in all of them. But... Um, one should be the closest to what you feel like your personality yeah, type Yeah, which is. when I was researching this, I, I found something that I thought was pretty cool is like um, most of like the ma- major Enneagram authors agree that we're mm-hmm. born with one dominant type, mm-hmm. which I thought that was interesting. Yeah, a lot of pers- other personality types um, 
you know, say that it's factors around you that, yeah, like determine your personality type. But the Enneagram actually believes that predetermined, like, this is how you're going to be. Yeah, like prenatals, but they call it like when you're born, you have a, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> you have a certain personality type, and that's called yeah. your dominant personality yeah. type. Yep. And they said, or what I thought was interesting. Mm. Is that like by the time a child is four or five, mm-hmm. their sense of self has been established, mm-hmm. which like that doesn't mean like their identity is still changing, but like yeah. who they are going to be and who they are is They're already yeah how to relate to their world already at yeah, that age. That's, that's young age. Great. I thought that was insane. Sorry, keep going. Yeah, but I definitely believe that your household that you grew up in, right? And what happened to you as a child all plays, plays a role. into it. Yeah, yeah. I think that. Um, goes into the thing they say next about the Enneagram is that you always are fluctuating between healthy and unhealthy. You know what I mean? So I think your circumstances and how you grew up and whatever can affect your uh, health that way, like how unhealthy you are. But um, you're always going to have your personality type. So they encourage people a lot not to just rely on the first test you take, but to like soul search and be self-aware and actually dig in and figure out – which one best represents you? The main idea, I think, is to become your best self and learn how to love others too in the process. Yeah. I think. Um, are you? Do you? Sorry. You're um, good. I think the the best part for me about it is learning, obviously, how to love myself, but then like, like with you, and I get we'll get more into this later, but learning what you respond to and what I can do um, differently. You know, to, mm-hmm. to, or not just you, but anyone that's taken it. You All know. your relationships. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can be enriched by the Enneagram. Yeah. So if you haven't taken a test, we highly encourage it. Figure out what you are and learn how to love yourself and love others. The Enneagram Institute. So it's EnneagramInstitute.com. Is where you'll want to look for all of that info. Yeah. Figure out what type you are. There's a test. There's a test you can pay for on there, um, or you can take a free one around the web. You just look around and they're type not- in like enneagram test free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll find one, but I would say take multiple of them and then actually read on. Like if you get one type uh, and then you take another one, and you get a different type. Look at enneagraminstitute.com and they have like mistyping on there. Mm. They ha- like w- to help you figure out between two types if you don't know yeah. and stuff like that. Anyway, <laughs> um, can you get into like the wings? Huh? The wing? Or, or do you have more? Sorry. Oh, I didn't really cover wings. I was going to. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fine. Your wing is basically like the number to the left or to the right of your dominant type. And it basically explains what your tendencies are. So you'll lean into one side or the other. And the wings are very complicated because a lot of people don't agree with their wings sometimes you know what i mean oh really yeah i do like we've had the thing where we love our wings and we're like ah but i know like a five who hates her wing and she's like i don't get it yeah (laughs) that's true so let's talk about our numbers yeah um so my dominant type is the type four um so each type has a label i guess or a name and then um there's like sub labels within each wing too but so the type four which is this is jesse talking by the way if you, oh, yeah, if you yeah, forgot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whose voice is his but so jesse me 
my my dominant type is a type four. We're called um, the individualist. Um, so fours are expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, <laughs> and temperamental. Oh gosh, it sounds terrible saying that stuff about myself, but no. it's very true. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're also fours are also um, emotionally honest, creative yet can be um, dramatic and moody. (laughs) Uh, Four's basic fear is that they will have no identity or significance in the world or to themselves or to anyone around them, just in general. But their basic desire is to have identity and to find that significance. Um, Four's want to create and surround themselves with beauty. Fours will often withdraw to protect their self-image and to take care of emotional needs before anything else, which other types may see that as, like, selfish and, you know, especially I feel like a two, which is what she is. We'll we'll get to that. Anyway, we'll talk about it later. But um, (laughs) fours see themselves as unique but deeply flawed. They feel different from everyone else and therefore... They can't be understood or loved adequately. Um, they're completely aware of their own de- deficiencies and um, are in tune with their brokenness. So healthy fours are willing to embrace the shameful experiences in order to understand the truth about their experiences. So basically, my familiarity with my dark side causes me to process painful memories easier. Cool. So fours will say their um, sayings, I guess, um, will be like, I am myself. No one understands me. I'm different. I'm special. (laughs) (laughs) So that's basically a four. Moody, loners, emotional. (laughs) (laughs) But when they're healthy, they create and they they turn negative situations into valuable moments yeah basically <laughs> i like it so i that was jesse I'm, I'm four and jordan is a two tell me about you you two yeah <laughs> so my dominant type is a two and uh my um label is that what we're calling it? or name yeah label name, i guess yeah. yeah the the two label or the two name is the helper um so i'm actually a two wing three um so that name would be the hostess. Mm-hmm. Um, so twos are, they're empathetic, they're sincere, warm-hearted, um, they're friendly, they're generous, um, they're sentimental, <laughs> they are well-meaning and driven um, to be, they're driven to be close to others, they, they thrive in like their community of people that they have, you know. Um, but that can turn into like twos doing things in order to be needed, which is not healthy. Mm. Um, they typically, when they're unhealthy, have problems with possessiveness and acknowledging their own needs. Mm. When a two is at their best, they're unselfish and altruistic and they have unconditional love for others. That's great. Yeah. Their basic fear is of being unwanted or that they're unworthy of being loved. 
and their basic desire is basically that is to to desire to feel loved mm. i so see you as a two yeah <laughs> i so see it so jordan is definitely a two because uh, like she was saying um twos are she's a hostess so in her real life and that's the name of her type but in one example i'll say um jordan is a part of this program called rifo and maybe you can explain it more what it does yeah so rifo is it's a ministry to musicians of all backgrounds beliefs and genres of music so basically they're um they're not slogan um uh they're saying i can't think of the word right now but yeah. is like radical hospitality mm-hmm. so basically what we do is like we're part of this organization and there's a bunch of bands that can sign up to be on it and mm-hmm. um touring bands come stay at our house we um when we bought our house we bought with the idea of housing as many sleeping as many people as we could so mm-hmm. so these these people or these bands sign up through rifo and they that's how they get our contact information and they mm-hmm. come into us. And if they're coming through Indianapolis, they'll hit us up and say, Hey, can we, can we come crash tonight? And then we'll cook them food and, mm-hmm. and give them a place to sleep and a shower and laundry. And, <laughs> and basically just so they're not sleeping in a van or like on a hotel floor room or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's a whole floor of Jordan's house, whole room and everything with like snacks out and like, yeah. Basically, commodities everywhere and, like, the Wi-Fi password set up and, like, so that she can have strangers come in her house and she can feed them and make sure that they have somewhere nice to sleep at night. That's funny. If, if anyone's a two, it's whoever does RIFO. Right. Yeah, that's true. That should be added to the list of... Uh, yeah. If you're a two, you do this. Yeah. Um, that's funny. I see... I think you're definitely a four. I mean, I see it. One thing that popped up into my mind when I started, um, which side note, I'm I'm fairly new to the Enneagram. Jesse's been doing it way longer than I have, but um, I do enjoy it as much as she does. Um, but when I started like really looking into your your number and your type, and it, the loner part came up, and it brought me back to this this story that mom used to always tell us. And when Jessie was a a little kid, I I don't know, maybe two, she would just go into the corner at daycare and play by herself. And if anybody came over, she would start bawling her eyes out because she wanted to be alone. Like, can't people just get me that I want to be alone? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally when I read that, I was like, well, yep. <laughs> and that kind of plays into the idea. Maybe you were four or five. I don't know. But, but that still. plays into the idea of you're this dominant personality type when you're young. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's hilarious to me. But yep. yeah, that's great. Um, I guess <laughs> I have an, another re- reason why I think that you're a four is that like you're the most creative person I probably know you're up you and my husband are up there together and John also but like you're ever since I was young you know I've looked up to you because of that but literally you can do music you can do art you can decorate your clothes are cute like everything that you do you don't you do it in a creative way and I think you guys don't see this but my cheeks are rosy <laughs> Ooh, making you blush oh, yeah. but yeah it's like even like 
even when you were an unhealthy four, you know, you would be in the room next to me just writing music and or before you even knew how to play music, you were in your diaries writing. I don't know if they're poems necessarily, but, you know, <laughs> you're just getting creative with it. And, and I cannot do any of that. So, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I've always looked up to that. And, you, and, and I think that those two loner, not so much anymore, but and then um, the creativeness. Yeah. Thanks, Jordan. Yeah. I do have I do have more anec- I know, I have anecdotes. More. So you go ahead okay. first. My turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I wanna talk about this other way Jordan is a two. Um at family events. Like no matter what I'm doing or thinking about or processing, you know, something someone said to me that maybe like could have rubbed me the wrong way or just feeling something way too strongly or in the other room, just brooding or something. <laughs> Jordan is always like, you're always like washing dishes and cleaning up for someone and ask, and looking for ways to like serve everyone around you. And um, I just noticed that one day and I was like, I'm over here like stuck inside my head thinking about like things that aren't important. And she's just like making sure that our stepmom Leslie like feels loved and taken care of you know and she does that all the time like you do that when you're at my house you're washing my dishes or like I remember you saying one time like it's not necessarily like something you just do at your house you know but it's something you like to do for other people Mm, you know mm -hmm. and a lot of people like wouldn't really notice that you know Mm -hmm. like I would be in the other room staring off in space probably daydreaming or whatever but you're serving everyone and that is like so beautiful oh to me thanks now that you say it i'm like oh yeah i do do that (laughs) (laughs) that's funny so we kind of had this um argument recently i guess (laughs) and we had a sit down and i think this is kind of when this part that really makes me feel like you're four um comes into play Mm -hmm. is um you appreciate when i actually listen to what you're saying um and we were we had this sit down and we were talking and trying to work some things out and um and I was like trying to understand what you were saying I was telling myself that I was trying to listen to you (laughs) but really I was like halfway through I was like okay take this these blinders off because she needs you and I was like oh she's a four I had like she needs me to hear what she's saying and to sit down and actually listen to what she's saying to me and so halfway not even halfway maybe a third of the way through our sit down Mm -hmm. I was like stop hearing what you want to hear and hear what she's saying to you Mm. and like you could you could the whole um conversation conversation shifted after that I I think think I remember exactly the moment you're talking about too like you repeated something back to me I was like yeah that's it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right. Because I was like trying to understand and it was just how I wanted it to be. And yeah. I was like, that's not like, don't listen to what you're saying. Yes. That's great. And that's such like a diffusing thing for a four. I think if like you can repeat back to them accurately what yeah. they just said to you, it's like, oh, oh. you understood my yeah. deep complexity. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like no one else can. Yes. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> I would think, too, something about that conversation that I realized mid or maybe like before we even talked was like, I need to acknowledge the parts of Jordan that are actually selfless and Mm -hmm. acknowledge the parts of her that are genuine and good 
and that's how she will open up and feel loved yeah. you know what i mean because yeah you do so many selfless things and serve so many people and like for me to have gotten like past that or like to not acknowledge it you know what i mean yeah it wasn't fair to one your personality type and who you are right like, but two in general just to overlook good things yeah but. that's like one reason why i love enneagram is like we wouldn't have really realized those things if we didn't know Mm-hmm. how the other person needed us to listen or you know how to we were be. wired right yeah. exactly yeah mm-hmm. and then one other way i see it too in you that i wrote down um is um it says like sometimes twos can like help people so much that they tend to not take mm-hmm. care of themselves um i feel like for a while you were at that place but now you have been getting healthier like setting aside weekends just for time to be at home and like do what you need to do for you. And I love that. Cause yeah. I feel like it's opposite for me. Like I'm way too much about myself and I can like learn from you how much you serve people. And you I can learn I mean? from you how much you take care of myself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I do have one more, the individual, the individuality. Oh yeah. Um, oh God. The, this is amazing, but so Jesse and I were cheerleaders our our whole lives, oh, but um, <laughs> Jesse hit a point in like high school maybe, where she was um, she had red hair, she had the side swoop bangs. We're mm. basically a scene kid, you know. <laughs> That's what we were, but she was a cheerleader, so she's out there in her cheer uniform <laughs> with her dark eyeliner, her red and black hair, her swoopy her swoopy bangs and she's being herself and that's and I, <laughs> that's just when i saw the individuality part i was like dang yeah that that it's just it's just so funny to think about these things and think about our lives you know mm-hmm. and like how you see the enneagram right fit yeah us perfectly yeah how weird it's so weird <laughs> it's so weird how accurate a lot of things are too yeah like there was this one post we shared on instagram the other day where i shared it and tagged her but it was like what each number does when coming out of the movie theater. And yeah. it was just, like, scary accurate. <laughs> like, Jono's type, he's a five. But when he comes out of movie theaters, he's like, did you know this director, like, right. also did this and this and yep. this? And he does that all the time. He's like, I yeah. love this director because... And and then Jordan's, she's a two, so she, like, would come out being like, what did you think first? Yeah. <laughs> and literally when... I think, what movie did we see last together? Endgame. Endgame. And I think literally that's exactly what you said as soon as you came out. You're like, so what did you guys think? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm always the one as a four, like this movie made me feel this way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just had a um a memory that wasn't on uh my list, but uh about the feelings oh, at my bachelorette party. <laughs> <laughs> We're oh si- we're all sitting there, and Jessie's just grooving to herself, and she goes, "Do you guys feel that? Do you feel the music? <laughs> it's such a, f- a such four a thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so good. It's, it's so annoying sometimes how accurate it is. Like, yeah, like I don't want to feel that scene sometimes. I'm like, right, let me be alone over here. Yeah. Don't understand me so much. No, just kidding. But- <laughs> here's a here's the thing that I noticed with myself that has it has to do with you is um think it was Bennett's Bennett's our little brother I think it was his birthday party and we all had um the hats on like with the elastic string that goes around your whatever so I had put it underneath my hair behind my ears and I was like showing Jesse and Grace 
how to do it or whatever. <laughs> and Jessie looked like she was struggling to get her ponytail in it. So I grabbed it for you. I don't know if you even remember this. <laughs> no, no. I grabbed it for you and put it in and you just like twitched and like like you were like, do not touch me. <laughs> I don't and I was like, or you said, I got it or something like that. <laughs> not not as rude as I'm making it sound. But I was and I was like, oh, I, I really didn't need to grab your hair and do that for you. Like, why did I do that? Yeah. But in your mind, you were just like seeing the need and taking care of it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, her hair's struggling. And I was like getting it out for you. But I noticed that all the time about you. Like you'll just see a need and you'll just go to it and like (laughs) handle it. (laughs) Sometimes it's it's too much, but that's all right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I guess because you said an unhealthy two can become possessive. Yeah, right. The possessive part, I read that actually today when I was researching, but Mm -hmm. um. It's so true because every mainly family member that I love, they get into a relationship with someone and I do not approve. It doesn't matter <laughs> who you are. It doesn't matter how long, you know, yeah. if if I have met them 20,000 times before you were in a relationship, it doesn't matter, yeah, you know. Yeah. You will never ever be good enough for my sister, it's so you know. True. But or like whatever like my brother you know whatever but I'd I'd get like that very very much which is I mean I don't even know that I was 100% on board with Jono Mm -hmm. until the week of your wedding like (laughs) (laughs) no I'm kidding until our wedding I think that's when it was yeah yeah yeah. and he's such a great guy there was nothing wrong about him there was nothing to do with him it's just because you were my sister yeah yeah (laughs) how do you see in yourself sometimes man so many things the fact that i just said so many things is proof (laughs) (laughs) just now (laughs) because i already i didn't even prepare this part like to think about oh right you know but i already know because i'm so (laughs) self-centered yeah (laughs) wow um that's hilarious yeah definitely like the creative part like and then the, the the Knowing you're creative and knowing you're unique, but also that feeling of, I think I'm deeply flawed. Right. Like, I can yeah. create all day, but I also look at it and say something's wrong with it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or something's wrong with me. Or, so you guys could think that it's really cute and whatever, but in my mind, it's like, I just did it because I needed to, to release it. Right. But it's it's really not that good. Or, yeah. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm always, yeah, thinking, like, I did it for me, but also it's not that good. Right. <laughs> you know? But so crazy. I know. It is crazy. Um, Emotions. Yeah. I also noticed, too, that sometimes with certain personality types, like, I come across, like, really selfish because, like, I know myself really well mm-hmm. and I know how to talk about myself and I'm comfortable talking about myself. Yeah. But for other types, it can be, like, uncomfortable talking yeah. about themselves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'll, like, go ahead and share a whole thing, like, a whole story about myself and then, like, I'll sometimes hear, like, silence on the end, <laughs> the other end. Like, I'm like, I'm really why can't you share about yourself too yeah, you know but then so I'm like oh, okay you're not a four like you want me right. to ask you about yourself right. yeah <laughs> so that's something I've really had to learn as a four is like not everyone is as comfortable sharing right like talking about themselves as fours are that's true so I've learned to ask questions like so 
how did you, you know, how yeah. did your day go? Right. Instead of just assuming they're going to tell me. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. That's yeah. true. Because fours are so self-aware and so honest with themselves, too. Yeah. Like, not a lot of people are. Right. And the fact that I said not a lot of people are is a fact <laughs> that I'm a four. <laughs> there was, we were at Mexican the other night. And I forget what happened where I said I wanted to do something. So I can't remember, but you flat out go, well, it's because I'm selfish. Yeah. <laughs> I've been saying that more because it's true. And yeah. I, need to, I need to like stop being as selfish, you know? Yeah. I just loved it. I was like, yeah, be honest, man. Yeah. <laughs> if you're feeling selfish, be honest. Yeah. So I had a question. Okay. Why do you think we have the same wing? Hmm. So here's one thing I will say. Mm -hmm. Twos, threes, and fours, their um, basic fears have the same um, core motivation. I did read that. Yeah, like we all three, two, three, and fours fear worthlessness. Mm. And so like yours is not being loved and mine's not having identity. Both is not having worth, basically. Yeah. So that could be one reason that we're both threes too, but I'm sure there's more. Yeah. Um, I didn't know if that would like play into the mm-hmm. outside factors. Because I think for me, if I was a five, I would be more of a thinker. I would be like right, yeah. processing things all the time. Like, because that's what fives are. Like, they're very, they ask questions and they. Like Jono. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they go after answers and yeah, they know the facts about stuff. So that's definitely not me. And yeah. If you're a one or a wing one, you would be more like of a, you would be more of a perfectionist mm, mm-hmm. and you aren't necessarily worried about perfection, but that other people feel cared yeah, for and true. that is success to you. Yeah. That's so, true. I mean, I, I think it could be, you know, that we. Yeah have the same upbringing yeah definitely could it could play into our wing for sure oh one other thing about that i can see in you as a two Mm -hmm. is that i realized this the other day when we we had that conversation or whatever but um you've always been like a safe place for me to share my emotions with Mm -hmm. and i was looking up like the relationship between a two and a four and it's like fours love twos because they can like empathize with them and like under tr- like really listen and understand where they're coming from. And I realized, oh, Aww. I always like tell her, yeah, people that bug me or like things that happen or right. You're always the person I text. Like today, I texted you about when I was at the <laughs> post office. Yeah, the post office, yeah. and I had a really bad experience, and I t- told you about it yes. first. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so if you guys want to take the enneagram test yes we will put the links below mm-hmm. um put a few links probably yeah we'll put there's something else i wanted to put a link for rifo rifo yes thank you i <laughs> uh, will put i'll put a link to rifo's um website on the bottom um yeah. uh we do have one last section that we want to do and we're going to do this at the end of um each each episode that we do and it's called fact or fiction (laughs) we did not plan that no we didn't um so jesse and i did you do two i did it yeah i did two okay so we each have two fact or fictions that we're going to ask each other and we don't obviously we don't know what they are so so jesse if you would do the honors and do your first one yes 
So I did one about fours and I did one about twos. Did, that, did you do that too? No, or I did, did not. You? I did one about Enneagram and one not at all okay. about Enneagram. About <laughs> I did I did the second one about the one thing I love most in life. Oh, okay. Fact or fiction? Fact or fiction. Number one, Jessica, go. Fact or fiction? Fours are a hundred percent dominated by their feelings. One hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's one hundred percent. Because I know like when they're in an argument or when they're hyped up about something, you're not supposed to take anything they say like seriously because <laughs> they speak out of their emotions. So I'm just going to say fact. Fiction. Oh, dang it. It's not 100 percent. Fours are only passionate and dramatic about the things they really care about. Oh. Fours can embrace their feelings and learn to turn their experiences into something valuable. Yeah, I didn't. I thought it was fiction, but I had to go with the opposite of my my gut. <laughs> Don't ever do it. I feel like a good tip in life is if anyone ever says a hundred percent anything, just for say, sure. That's probably if yeah, not true. <laughs> for sure, that's right. That's true. That's one. That is one hundred percent true. true. <laughs> Don't believe us. A single word. <laughs> All right, ready? Yeah. Here's so my, what's yours, Jordan? Jordan, this is Jordan speaking. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Your emotional slash spiritual health is the difference between awesome and awful. This is this has to do with the Enneagram, so. Awesome versus awful. So they're basically saying like. Like if you're if you're healthy in your number or if you're unhealthy in your number can be the complete can determine if your life is awesome or if your life is awful. Or if you're an awful person or a nice person. Man, that's a hard one. Um, I'm going to say fact because, because, (laughs) because when you're unhealthy, you have self-destructive tendencies. Right. And so you ruin your life. So it is a fact. Oh. And here's the fun fact that they, that this, um, it used to, um, prove why it is a fact. Mm. Martin Luther King Jr. and Joseph Stalin were both eights. Joseph Stalin killed a lot of people. Yeah. Martin Luther King Jr. saved a lot of people. Wow. So that's crazy yeah. that they're both eight. Yeah, so Stalin was a little bit unhealthy and he needed to figure it out. Only a little? A lot. <laughs> a lot bit Stalin. Uh. All right. Number two for you. <laughs> All right. My second fact in fiction. This is Jesse speaking. All right. We need to start talking and just say, This is Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> just so everyone can tell. <laughs> Can distinguish. Okay. Unhealthy twos can have the tendency to put on an act of caring for others as a way of getting their own needs met. True. Fact. True fact. <laughs> Correct. When healthy, twos will become genuinely altruistic and unselfish, feeling deep fulfillment in giving unconditional Aww. love to others. The need to feel loved and wanted is not wrong for two, but they're able to become self-nurturing while uh, loving others well Aww. when they're healthy. Yay. That's good. Okay, ready? Here's my here's my last Your and last second. one. <clears throat> Tell me. Fact or fiction? Fact. Da- oh, yep. you haven't said it yet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Dogs sweat through their saliva. That's true. Fiction. What? I heard that somewhere. Dogs regulate their temperature through panting. They sweat uh, through the pads of their paws. That's accurate. Dun, dun, dun. dun. 
All right, guys. Well, <laughs> um, my husband just came in mid-episode, said he made us an uh, email. So if there's some topic that you want us to talk about. Um, Shoot it to us. Yeah. It's not, not with a gun. No. With a, not with a camera. But with the email. With an email. Shoot it through the email. Through the interweb. <laughs> it's uh that's too loud podcast at gmail.com. And we will be on Instagram. That's too loud podcast. That's too loud podcast. At Instagram.com. <laughs> <laughs> um and so if you if you enjoyed this, just give us a good review and and some good and tell your friends, man. We're just out here doing this for fun and Mm-hmm. having a good time yeah and thanks we, for listening guys yeah and we look forward to some more episodes thanks so much thank you <laughs> 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 and um let us know if you can tell the difference between us because i'm really i'm genuinely curious we probably i think no one can yeah sorry i have no faith in you guys <laughs> i i have all the faith in you guys classic two classic, classic four. two classic four also Email us and let us know your personality. Yeah, types. yeah. If you take it, let us know. Or if you already know, direct message us on Instagram. Yeah. Um, let us know what your personality type is and yeah, yeah. and how you relate to us. <laughs> Goodbye. Love y'all.